0: Welcome to The Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the last. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host,
1: Seth. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth, and I am one of your hosts, Seth. Right. Set. But anyway, before we get into it, y'all, I just want y'all to take some time and be grateful for the life that you have. OK, this year has been all the way jacked up in so many different levels. However, we have to find ways to either communicate with individuals, connect to certain things and certain people and when to unplug. So with this being the Suicide Awareness Month. I want you guys to understand that you can talk to someone. You can call the Lion's Den. I'm not a professional. I will listen and tell you if you're crazy. However, if you do want to communicate with a social worker or a professional, I highly, highly, highly it uh, suggest that you contact the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Okay? That number is 1-800- Two seven three, eight two five five. One more time. The number is one 8255 Okay, stick around for a while. You got a lot of stuff to do in life. Okay, but we got to get it in and introduce the rest of the den. All right, Big Will, how you feeling, brother? What's going on,
2: team? Hey, Steph, shouts out to you, man, for coming through in the clutch yesterday while your boy got this boot on, walking all lopsided. Foot completely out of the line, but I'm getting better. But yo, what's up? Shouts out to everybody listening and you hit the nail on the head, brother, with suicide awareness. Don't wait until you gotta go to a funeral to be there for somebody that may need you. You gotta be proactive and less reactive when it comes to things like that. Um, I'm looking forward to today's show with a great friend, a great mentor. Yo, it's gonna be live, it's gonna be like that. Hey. Stick around and make sure you share, share,
3: share. Larry, Klitsch, what's going on?
1: That's right.
3: Herm, what up though?
1: That's right. What's going on? herm what you got, brother?
3: Man, what's going on? It's another day.
1: Yo, what's up? Hey yo, we gonna talk about this shirt or what's up? (laughs) <laughs> we gonna talk so about going to we, we
3: hold on, wait a minute. We <laughs> was offline the whole time, had a conversation. It just dawned on me. It's my You fault. ain't said nothing about my flyness, and now all of a sudden you want to talk about my shirt. I'm so, like,
1: bruh. Okay, we'll look, go ahead. Hey, I
3: look good. Um, you, you, go you,
1: do. You, do. <laughs> you,
0: you do, you do, you do. Hey,
3: check it. Hey, strong shout out again to the suicide awareness man. Um, you, you, you never know when that kind of stuff is going to hit you, or how you going to react. I'm, a, I'm gonna be completely honest. I was one of those guys like, man, suicide is for the week. How can anybody think about doing that? Until I was put in a position, I was like, damn, am I really thinking about doing this? So you, ne- you never can be too strong or too tough to think that that can't happen to you. Not only that, look out, out for the people the around you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that they're okay because they might not know, you know what I'm saying, that they really are not okay. If you see the signs, make sure that they get the help as well. So, you know, Suicide Awareness Month, man, everybody take heed. Copy that number that uh Seth just uh, just um put out there and let's take care of one of each other, one another. Now not everybody can look as fly as me. You know what I'm saying? I, I I take I take a lot of time to make sure I look good for everybody. I see Shaman, he the fired up senior over there, he's
4: trying though, man. I mean I ain't Is got my trying? own hat yet. He trying. I ain't
3: man, I ain't got my own hat. <laughs> hey so i met I met this cat a little while ago, probably like a year ago. You know what I'm saying? We was out on a road together, man, and um I had just joined the, the IG team. The inspector general team and um he was one of those guys that i can talk to you know what i'm saying because there wasn't i'm gonna be honest was not very many of uh, people that look like me out there now i, I kind of cleaned them and was, was talking to him, and man uh it was good to have you on board there i'm glad that we we're finally able to link up and do a show together i'm fired up y'all fired i'm fired up right now <laughs> hey shaman seals man was good
5: just excited uh to get a chance to see the great work that you all have been doing over uh this year and i look forward to all the great things you all are going to do beyond uh 2020 so all right last and jokes and then talk about some
1: hard targets oh yeah and that's what we go doing ladies and gentlemen first we want to give a uh, another shout out to you the listeners and the viewers i see you ronald what's going on chief castile what's going on brother my auntie watching hey auntie Right, Hey, Mayweather watching. What's going on, Tyrone and Swanigans? How y'all feeling? Hey, but of course, before we get into the show, we have to take a minute for our sponsors. Y'all know how we do around this time. So if you can, focus on the screen. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have credit issues. A lot of you do. You don't want to admit it. Shame yourself. Okay. Tell the truth. But if you want to understand a little bit more about credit cards, your credit cards, building good credit and knowing the difference between good and bad credit. And if you want to buy a new home to start a new life, I highly suggest you to give Miss Tracy Brown a call. She is a credit guru and she can help you get your credit right on track okay her number is 618-560-3687 one more time 618-560-3687 take your time get your money right okay and there we go all right fellas it's it's about that time okay brother now of course i'm not gonna <laughs> i know we talked about it a little earlier but um I, I clowned it. I'm gonna be 100. I clowned the fired up scene. I said, "Who the hell this dude think he really? What makes you so fired?" And we already got one fired up. You know, somebody now you fired up, and now everybody else fired up. And so I guess now it's a fired up parade. But so, and I know Herm. He was wanted to talk about it too. But I think that's just the, the number one question on everybody's mind. What would happen to Sislin Shemian? Right, you, why, you, why you didn't come to up with that, right? Sizzling or uh shaking bake seals. No, no. All right, whatever.
5: Shake because, uh, you know, Will Ferrell, you know, took that when they did Teledega Night*. so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but for real, let's talk about it, man. Because like, like I said offline, man, it, I, it took me a minute to become a believer, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure a lot of people that's listening, feel the same way so let's hear from the guy himself what made you decide you know this is going to be my moniker and what made you feel okay about doing it
5: wow well I guess like I told you earlier it's uh it's one of those things where you know it's not something I spent years thinking about you know I, I followed uh the prior chief Juan Lewis you know for the past couple of years and I, and I see the, the passion enthusiasm and pride that kind of push out there with PEP. um and obviously the following he has. And so I, I obviously kind of flock to or you know gravitate towards motivation and just positivity and optimism. Um, and I think I did a video amongst a couple other handful of videos that I have been sharing via social media last year in September this time. And one of my friends, uh, John Terry who's actually retired, uh, and we were stationed in Korea together. And so when he saw my post about uh, something I took away from Chief Wright when I was talking about Connected, uh, communicate, being connected, communicate, and then collaborating, um, he tagged Chief Juan Lewis on the post. And so um, he said, hey, man, what you think about this guy? And, and I'm paraphrasing in short. What do you think about this guy being the fired-up senior, man? He, he should just go ahead and do it. And then Chief Juan Lewis said, hell no. You know, he needs to be the fired-up command chief. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, we're getting a little too far ahead of ourselves. I don't know if I got those kind of legs you know, in me, and I, I'm just trying to make it out the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't even, I think I had just sewn on seniors. So then I think he came back with a couple more posts and just said, you know, just follow your heart, do what you think is, is best, and, and you're going to be amazed or blown away by the achievements that come, you know, if if you're doing what you think is best for you. In, in short. So
1: the bottom line was he, he he signed off on the fired up spot. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, look, y'all heard it here. Okay. So now, hey, it's a done deal. If y'all got any more problems from this day forward, you go holler at Juan Lewis. All right. Because he just said it and and, and that settles it. All right. Now, we didn't got that out the way. It's done. Right on. All right. Big Will, what you got, man? Yo, what's
2: going on, Shaman? Glad to have you on. So, working at the command level, right? As a leader, how do you balance the obligations of that position versus the obligations of your family and commitment that's been a husband and a father and a entrepreneur, business owner? Where do you get all this energy
5: to stay fired up, brother? Man, in short, man, just for me, I know it may sound cheesy, but, man, just spiritually my faith. Um, That's the only thing sometimes that's really keeping me going. Um, My family uh, around me kind of gives me that motivation, that internal motivation. But, but my faith, uh, and I grew up around the church with my, my dad being in the ministry, um, but I, I grew up remembering two things from the age of 10. on. My my mom would say that there's nothing that you can't do if you put your mind to it. And then two, my dad used to say, nothing less than your best would achieve success. And so I always had this, like, piece in my head, you know, as I grew up, and it it morphed into something else, obviously, and just being super, super competitive And, you know, I I would be willing to just push myself physically until I can collapse. So working at the command level and then trying to balance business, family, you know, self, I don't always do too well. And I'm still trying to figure that out, you know, so I'm not even going to lie and act like it's an exact science that I've already, you know, calculated and gotten it right. Um, I am going through the test right now where my my chief here on staff has said, hey, man, you need to take some time off, bring your computer in, set it down. Go take some time with your family. So that's huge, hugely important. Because, like I said, I'm still a work in progress with that. And,
1: and you know, I, and, and I'm glad <laughs> that you, um, I'm glad you said that because there's individuals out there that feel as though to be "quote unquote" fired up, you have to stay on fire all the time. But what they fail to realize is that you also need oxygen to fuel the flames, right? And part of that oxygen is taking a time out and really separating, like you said unplugging from things. And so that's what I was going to lead up to is what can you tell a young airman about staying fired up and staying motivated, right? Because life within itself is going to uppercut you dead square in the chin. And then what are you going to do? How do you recover? How do you bounce back? You know, so how do you, what would you tell a young airman or just any anybody that's listening right now, how to stay on that path of progression and staying fired up.
5: Uh, If I was to go back and tell myself as an airman, right? If I was to have that conversation in the past that says, how do you do that? And maybe some young airmen officers can take that away today is figure out what it is that makes you happy. Genuinely just makes you happy. I failed to do that throughout my twenties and throughout my thirties, majority of my thirties, I guess like 38, 39. Um, But I think physical fitness and exercising, um, having some hobbies that you really enjoy that are away from your duty title, away from your job, away from people and always having to serve, but really finding out what you like to do, what you love to do, what your passion and purpose is. I think when you figure that out, then you can better balance your purpose against the demand of the job, the, the goals that you have for yourself and the goals and expectations that others have of you. Um, so because that can be a real, real challenge, because like I said, life is just going to hit you all types of places with with death, setbacks, you know, not being accepted, you name it. Um, and that you have to have the mental fortitude to kind of push through those those obstacles. And then the last thing I would say is surround yourself that I didn't do. And I didn't ask questions early enough in my career. Surround yourself with the right people.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Surround yourself with the right people who are already where you're trying to go, that are going to be that positive influence in your life and are also going to hold you accountable. Right? I don't I don't need people to just tell me that I look good, feel good sm- smell good just I want you to tell me no crap hey you foolish you know what I'm saying like you need to get on your game and here's where I, specifically you need to do to get to where you're trying to go.
1: yeah that's that's huge that's huge so ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you're picking up some of these jewels okay as far as staying motivated and he said something too that i really really appreciate is surrounding yourself with individuals that's going to tell you the truth you feel me now if you only want to communicate with me when i'm uh just telling you what you want to hear but when i'm ready to drop that uh you know that ether and oh man I, i got to go and walk my fish i'll be back really so so that means that our that that means that our friendship is conditional. You see what I'm saying? That means that it's not a back and forth and then there's no growth in that because if you already know so much up in here, there's no room for someone to drop certain things so you can grow. You're limiting your own self. But what you got, huh?
3: Hey so hey Simon I want to go back to um your chief recognized that you needed some time off. You was about to become the burnt up senior. <laughs> how? how did you... Wait, oh, hold oh. on, wait, hold you on. I it. like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, right? yo, a hey, hashtag burnt saying. up senior because you don't want to burn up. You don't want to be burnt yeah. up.
3: <laughs> so, how how did you take that conversation when you talked to your chief? And did you recognize? Did you see what he saw that you needed that time off? And what did that time off do for you?
5: I did. Um, it. In, in a sense, it's, it's really helpful. I mean, in that part, I was able to um, be open and vulnerable to say, hey, look, just the life and work, you know, is not always as rosy as it seems through the screen. And so I had to tell him, say, hey, like, man, I've got business, personal, and work stuff going on, and kids, my son, my wife, you know, the list goes on and on. So being able to tell him, like, man, I'm just, it's, it's the end of the year, I'm, I'm mentally, physically exhausted, and he says, hey, you just need a break. And so it was tough to kind of hear because you're like, man, well, I- I'm in a one deep slot. I, I got to be able to get to the information. But the truth is, like he said, and I've said many times to other folks, sometimes you got to take a dose of your own medicine. Like, hey, if you drop dead today, Lord forbid, and I knock on wood because uh, I don't wish that on anybody, but the Air Force is going to keep moving with-, with or without you. So take some time, close your computer, and whether your email backs up to 20, 40, 100 and plus, it'll be here when you get back next week. Go spend that time with your family. Otherwise, you regret losing that time when it's all said and
1: done. Right. Right. So, all right, brothers. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we got the fired up senior on Mr. Shaman Seals, right? And uh we we are about to get it in. We're about to get a little bit deeper, okay? So that was just a surface and hopefully y'all got some got some stuff. And let me, let me take a little swig of this num num juice real quick. Uh-huh because what we're getting ready to do is talk about why are you so fired up now? Not prior to. So for those out there that don't know, if you can communicate your last infamous post and where it came from, not what people think it was, but where it came from, okay? Can you elaborate a little bit about that?
5: Absolutely. So. Uh, for those who may have gotten a chance to see the post that I made about a week and a half ago, I want to say precisely, it was the Wednesday night, uh, that the NBA had a boycott and it was on the back a few days uh, on the heels of, uh, Jacob Blake being shot in the back seven times and being hospitalized and paralyzed from the waist down. And then on top of everything that's been going on, that's been, uh, racially motivated, socially motivated with injustices across the country, the protests, the riots, you name it, the list goes on and on. So we've been having these conversations for months, but these conversations have been happening in small pockets of America for years. Um, and so my post was emotionally charged, and I felt some type of way. And um, the, the word choices, in, in which I used when I said um, boycott, I would love to see the military boycott and what that looked like. And then I said, how do we live underneath the tyranny of inequality? And I put question, thoughts and question mark. That intent was to drive a conversation that says, what does that look like? Um, it was not in a literal sense. It was not trying to stimulate or in, incite folks walking off the job and saying, you know what? Mutiny, we're done. I'm not listening to my, my commanding officers, my supervisors, you know, the hell with my commitment to service, none of that. That was not what was intended. Uh, and some folks on the post, had some uh, questions and comments about what that looks like. And my my intent in my head that wasn't communicated in the original post was in the thread that says, let's lock arms with uh, emergency responders, police officers, uh, lawmakers, community activists to show a force at a national level that the military, every branch of service, locks arms and support equality for everyone right? Because we are a reflection of our society that we have pledged to to sign up and defend and fight and possibly die for. And so why not do what is at the core of who we are as America that says, hey, everyone deserves equality. And so, but I missed the target. And so for that, I I need to apologize and I owe an apology to folks who either follow that thread Um, for folks I don't know um, because I can see how that language could have been very uh, negatively spun, because even if the audience received it and people who knew me commented in a, in a healthy way, there's a small group of folks that I may not know who could use it in a negative way. And some airmen, some officers, some civilian could have made this very, very bad. And for that, I apologize, because I don't want senior leaders, I don't want anyone in the force uh, negatively reflected by the choices I, I, I actually stated on my post
1: you know what I, I commend you right and i'm sure the end of it, the den I, i'm speaking for the den as well but um respect that right and 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 respect that your your angle and just being a man enough to understand what could have been perceived as negative but also being able to communicate your intent but again the unfortunate part is no matter what people are going to want to hear and read whatever they want to hear and read. You know, that's the unfortunate part about what we have going on. Big Herm, what you got?
3: So, you know, I did see that post and I was quite shocked to see it. And to be honest, um, when I saw it, I, I, my initial thought was seals ain't doing nothing, but putting the frustration of a lot of black military members out there who probably say and think the same thing, you know what I mean? So, now we got the words out there. For somebody that got a, a, such a large following as yourself, you know what I'm saying? Now, we, we think that. You know what I mean? We think, man, what, what, how powerful it would be for the military members to boycott a protest. I mean, I'm not saying, like you said, you know, walk out on your duties or whatnot. A protest could have been anything. You know what I mean? Not putting your hand over your heart or any little small thing what a protest could be. So, and I understand you'll need to apologize and, you know, get that out there, but I, I guess my thing is, there's more people upset about that post that you've made than what's actually going on, on outside those gates. You know what I'm saying? Let's speak about that, you know what I'm saying? Because something prompted you to make that post. We just witnessed a man get shot seven times in the back. But instead of, you know, we're talking about that, we're talking about, man, this guy and try to start a mutiny. Do, do you kind of get that feel from the people that, that hit you up about that post? Like when they, when they try I guess, try to talk to you about that post, that, that they were more angry about that than the reason why you put that out there to begin with?
5: I mean, I do. I mean, I've, I've been getting some of the negative uh, messages from people either that are friends or possibly even just uh, affiliates of um, certain platforms in which they actually follow some of the posts that's on there. And and they kind of hit me up in my inbox and saying, Hey man, you're, you're never make chief. You know, you need to lose those stripes. And and that was the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. You know, you hear some hateful things that says, Hey man, wait till you have to retire. If you're going to talk about racial sensitivity or issues, right? It doesn't exist. It exists in your world only. Right. So there is a racial undertone and I understand that America at large has some issues about addressing the history that uh, has impacted at large black and brown people. And because it's America's problem and we are that 1% in the military, sometimes we like to detach from that um, as if it, it doesn't exist because we put on a uniform and we have a, a, a common physical connection within unity of wearing the same thread, but we'd have completely different experiences, diversity of thought, look different, talk different, et cetera. And so, yeah, there, there's some frustration out there that I know that for the folks that did respond, man, sometimes I really just have to ignore it because it, it does create an amount of stress. And I think for, for young airmen or big airmen in this whole that we can communicate that frustration. We can communicate that anger, that resentment, that bitterness, but we can't lose the messaging. We really have to be careful. And that's, and that's what was the lesson learned, that I had to make sure that I go back and understand the moment right, and the platform that we have created, not my platform, because I stand on the shoulders of of, of giants, right, so this is not Shimon's movement, this is not the fired-up seniors movement or platform, this is United States Air Force, this is United States of America, and we all need to have some type of unison when it comes to understanding equality for everyone, so yeah, there's some some difficulty, and I know some people are going to push back and have some resistance, but I just say everyone doesn't require a response.
1: Good. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing, bro. Because where can you go and and how can you stay focused if you are essentially knocked off your balance every time somebody says something that you didn't like? You dig what I'm saying? Like a dog doesn't pay attention to every dog that bark too. You get what I'm saying, Big Will? Now, what you I, got? I will, I will oh, confess, hold on. Steph. Hold on.
5: Hey Seth, I I will confess, man. I I've slipped up over, over the past summer. Like mm-hmm. since we've been doing some live panels and stuff like that, and people hit me up in a negative sense. There's been some times where I'm up at eleven o'clock back and forth, and they hit me up, and I respond. I have responded. I had to learn the hard way. You man, know
1: what? You, you listen. Look, hey, next hey. time I let your boy, okay? Because uh, I think part of me that mastered that. Master dance, you, you feel me? Because hey, so much. I
5: woke my wife up. I woke mm-hmm. my wife up and everything. Man I said, "Hey, turn on the lights." Mm-mm. i invite this guy by here. Mm-mm. I'm gonna fix this right nah, now. Uh, like, bruh, I know. Bruh. I know. I shouldn't be doing what, it, right. What? But, 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 yeah, because people oh, forget, you know agree. that they just can talk to you in a type of way. Hold on.
1: So, so, all right, now, wait. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know, this brother is still from Chicago. Okay? <laughs> so, uh, apparently, not, all them stripes. he you Chief. Yeah, <laughs> you did. not
5: <laughs> nuck of you bucks in you Right, man. so he was, on, he was about
1: to turn it up like, like Cicero. What's oh, it's up? Hmm?
5: It's the war of the because the same thing happens when I go down range. I didn't know it until maybe about mid-30s or whatever. Like, I had the ability to compartmentalize and I won't have a family when I leave, right? I'm understanding that I'm prepared to die. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know it may be a foolish way of thinking, right? And there's some maturity in that, and I, I've gained, and I still have to grow some more, but that's the mentality that I had. I was, it, it just switches. And I was like, oh, my, my drilling gets going. I get to shake.
1: Lord, <laughs> listen, brother, <laughs> hey, get a drink.
5: Get I just some, some
1: num-num juice, okay? Ooh. Just a little I, bit. I'm not perfect. No, not I know. Perfect. It ain't about being perfect, but you know what? You, you, you got to understand your, your buttons, right? And we talked about this before on the Sanity Check. Oh, shout out to the Sanity Check. But nevertheless, brother, different levels, you will have different devils. But sometimes, different levels, you have the same devil because when you grow and move up those same devils are there watching you now they're trying to poke at you a different way so now when you get the shakes that mean up oh, i got them you get what i'm saying it did and then, and then, take this out Then you go wake up your old lady you out of line bro go ahead big will what you got what you got will
2: hey shaman man we, we've been friends for several years you've been a mentor and just an all-around great person but what many people don't know about you is the emphasis and importance that you place on taking care of people, how selfless you are. So I would like for you to kind of sum up who is Shaman, not the fired-up singer, but who is Shaman so people can have a better understanding so they won't read things so quickly out of context because they know the person is coming from, even though some people might not like the shit with Carlos. But who is Shaman?
5: Man, Shaman is just a guy that um, grew up Love them to play sports, super competitive. Uh, I like to believe I still have a sense of humor because that's all I had when I was a kid. Just love to laugh, joke about anything. My family would tell me that that's exactly what I do: just laugh, 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 joke, joke, jokes. When do they ever stop? He never takes anything serious, um, and that's a bit of who I am. But I'm also been, been huge on on serving, um, whether it's just making myself available to people. I didn't know that those things were in the works of cooking, um, and preparing. Then who I would be today, because it's easily been uh, I've easily trying to transition into an environment within the military um, that expects you to be connected, to desire to take care of people, and so it becomes a little bit easier. It's not it's, it's not though as if it's not a challenge, but it does uh, kind of hit at the core of who I am. I just love to be connected to people, just like we're teleworking right now. I struggle, right, being disconnected from people, right, and I know that my fulfillment is people. And so if I had to work in a teleworking environment for the next couple of years, I don't know if I can do this thing because that's just not where my energy and my passion as a person is in terms of taking care of people. So that's who Shimon is, just loves to be into sports and all that kind of stuff and just easygoing, laid back kind of guy. All right.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're here talking to the fired up senior from what side of Chicago south or west Southside. south Southside. side lord have mercy hey if y'all don't know nothing about the south side of chicago how about y'all google it and see how it really get but shout out to high park high school high park look at them not look <laughs> hey so listen before we um before we go after these messages we're going to give out the number because there's individuals that want to call ask questions and everything so <clears throat> before we get to that part before we get to that part, of course, you know, we got to get it in with our sponsors, right? So those of you that are interested, those of you that are interested in getting a home, all right? Getting a home in the San Antonio area or getting rid of your home in San Antonio or you just need some help finding a home. I highly suggest you give Monique Slater a call. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a retired chief and she knows people and she knows her job to the point that her and her team can help you get a home in six hours. OK, that's magical. That's magical. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give her a call. Her number is 210-237-7268. One more time, 210 210- Monique Slater. Okay. The name you can trust. And of course, you know we got to get it in with Kevlar's Grill. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevlar's Grill is located outside of the Scott Air Force Base Gate inside of the VFW post 4183. They have all the food that you can imagine, and they have great chicken to ribs to uh, vegetables and, and and all of that. And they also cater and hub and 25 miles in the radius, right? 25 miles with military discount. So you can't beat that, all right? Give Kevlar's a call. As a matter of fact, you're probably hungry right now. So if you're too lazy and don't want to barbecue, they're doing it for you right now. The number is 618 618- 416 5700. One more time, 618 416 5700. Call
0: now. Tell them Scooby sent you. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Lion's Den podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show.
3: So we got um, a question from um, Lily Wilson in the chat that's watching right now. And she asked, do you think that there's enough focus given to the issues from the Air Force or the military as a whole um, that maybe if if there was more focus on that type stuff, you wouldn't have to have made that kind of post? Mm, That's a good question.
5: I, I do think that the Air Force is making a conservative effort. Now, to the question as to whether it's enough, possibly not. Um, but I think the expectations uh, in terms of expectation management from the time that this has kind of really spurred and picked up some traction since early summer, I think we're well on our way. I, I think the the, uh, the jury is still out on that verdict, um, and but we are the jurors, right? So if, if there is going to be an impact on doing enough, it's going to be the reflection of which – we have either spoken or demanded action on to improve those things. I know people are doing a lot of great things within diversity and inclusion at the wings at half uh, and even at the match levels, levels um, and around the department of the defense. So, so yes, there's some slow progress, but we have a lot more to do um, over the long term because this is a marathon, not a sprint.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a call in from Nick Jackson, one of the, one of the twins, Nick, you there? Hey, I'm here. Can you hear me, man? Yeah, we can hear you. Everybody can hear you. Go ahead. You live, brother, on the den. How you feeling?
6: Hey, I'm doing good, man. I think this is an important topic to bring up. And um, I know the Fired Up Senior talked about uh, diversity and inclusion, but I want to take a step back a little bit. Um, I appreciate him apologizing, but when are we going to get to a point to where we've been apologizing for so long that it's just too much? You know, and uh, for those who don't know, um, I work in the Diversity and Inclusion Office here at Luke Air Force Base. And I've shared many of stories of how, you know, myself as an African-American, this uniform doesn't save me once I walk out the gate. So when do we have to keep apologizing um, in order to fit in or get recognized for the things that we're going through? Uh, And it's just, it's So much, and and I'm I'm gonna say it on here. It's disgusting to me that number one, I support all lives matter, Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, LGBTQ, and everything. But it's just sad to me that when we're recognizing these individuals, or I use the LGBTQ for example, the comments that are made and. When will we get to a point to where we can start educating folks? Because, again, we have people that show up to these meetings, but the ones who really need to be there, they're running away from it.
1: You know what? Hey, so, that's that, that's a good question, Nick. That's a good question. And if you don't mind, man, I would love for not just fired up senior but the rest of the den to give y'all two cents on that okay oh wait hold on i didn't hopefully i didn't cut you off was that everything nick oh that that's it man i don't
6: want to get on no uh no no <laughs> no
1: crazy story. no no it's okay it's okay because guess what i'm gonna help you on out but thanks for calling right on all right so ladies and gentlemen check it out this is Scoob's opinion all right and this is just me, this is not, I'm not speaking on behalf of any senior NCOs or Air Force or anything. This is my own opinion. We need to know who is in the audience and what we want them to know. You understand? So we, I don't want us, but I can only hold myself accountable, right? I I don't want to exhaust so much energy to try to convince someone how great I am or we are. Because some people, no matter what you do, it's not the fact that you're doing it. They don't like the fact that, wait, they like what you do, but they don't like the fact that it's you doing it. So we can lose our own resource as far as our God gift and our energy trying to pour into a fool that does not want to absorb what you have to offer. So we have to hold ourselves accountable and make sure We're talking to the right people. You feel me? And those right people are the ones that can be an advocate for change, not to defend my feelings or try to debunk our history. You did what I'm saying? Will, what you think about that?
2: So you hit the nail on the hair, brother. It's going to be some people that you're going to experience that just won't care. And there's nothing that you can do to influence their ability to care but that's when you have to stop doing that. I think what Nick was alluding to with certain individuals that are in position of authority that can impact your progression, your growth, is where you have the problem because you have a wolf in sheep's clothing in your direct chain, whether you're in a business setting or a military setting. And you have to be so apologetic for being your natural self when other people are allowed to be them. That's an issue that I don't think gets discussed enough, enough. Well, we're forced to have to apologize and put on that mask. If you're a person of color, you understand what I mean by you have to put on a mask. to could be somebody else because people are not comfortable with you because I take some personally. I'm a big black guy. I get told that I'm aggressive. People are threatened by me because I'm direct and I don't take no bullshit. But that's wrong. I can't do that. But you can watch somebody else do the same thing and worse, and it'd be cool. Oh, that's just how Jan, that's just how Jan is. that's how how Dan is but I gotta be somebody else when I'm at work because I'm passionate right so and honestly I think these are a lot of topics that don't get enough attention that we need to put more emphasis on and shouts out to Miss Dorsey on diversity inclusion at Scott Air Force Base and the whole team we're gonna do some good work all right that's all I got
1: okay okay Um, hey Herm what you think
3: As, as far as what nick said man about apologizing i, I mean I, I face the same thing that we'll talk about like people look at me and see my demeanor and think a certain way about me just by looking at me um but more so i see this with black black women in the in the military you know they always get read and wrong you know what i'm saying whether it's their face or or their tone, they they can't voice an opinion without being a bitch or whatever they want to call them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, when I when I'm working with black females, like it's like those are some of the most hardest working people that I ever worked with. I've had the best experience working with black women. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's subordinate or you know I'm or they leading me, but I always see it. They always gotta apologize for themselves for just being them. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to you know. Nobody ever wants to put that out there, but it's like, man, like what Nick was saying about apologizing, I think that more so goes to, I mean, I have my issues just like what Will just talked about, but it's like almost universal for black women in the military.
1: I think you're right. I think you are absolutely right, man, because I've been there to witness it, and it's hard, too, especially when we feel like I don't even have enough juice to help her. You get what I'm saying? Because in real talk, it's like, how can I help her out? And I'm trying to, yeah, you were absolutely right. Shaman, what you think, brother, to Nick's point?
5: Well, I think, and the question Nick was saying was a great question because I think he's talking about, you know, being tired of having to apologize. When are we going to stop having to, the need to apologize? So there's a difference. And here's where I want to clarify. at least my uh, apology, which says, I don't apologize for the emotions that I felt. I don't apologize for the feelings that I have because of the environment I come from, my experiences that I have. I'm never going to apologize for that to anyone. What I was apologizing for and to who is different, which means that I'm speaking to the folks who are either influenced by me um, and understand that I have a huge responsibility and I owe it to them just like other folks who have paid it forward to me and, and us here that we have such a platform. And I have to make sure that uh, just as many other senior leaders and and officers and NCOs, we have to make sure that we protect that platform. And so I was apologizing to those folks because it is their voices into the future that we have to be really responsible for and our word usage. Um, because it impacts people differently, which then changes your influence. And if you don't have that influence, you can't bring about the change you want. Right. So I, I have to be a little bit more diligent than that. We have to do that as well. And I need to be a better steward and an example of that. And, and I need your help, Nick. And because I know you can do it, right. And you and your brother Nate. So I'm gonna sit up here and say, man, like it's just the nature of the beast. I'm not saying, hey, be apologetic for how you feel, the pain that you're carrying. I have to apologize for that, brother. Don't ever
1: do that. So, so now that brings me to the next point. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you have heard or not, there has been some new guidance that's come down in line with the diversity inclusion and having conversations about it within the DOD federal, right? Um, and having training, diversity inclusion training based off of the tone if you will, from how things are being articulated to uh, the set audience. So, Shaman, have you, you've heard of this, correct? All right, now, what, what are your thoughts about that?
5: Simple, it's just those three things that I was talking about at the very beginning that Chief Wright mentioned at uh, PAC in 2019 where he talks about communicate, collaborate, and connect. If you have an ability to communicate Right, despite what they're trying to take away, to minimize, to limit, to silence our voices, that gets after bringing us closer together. Don't get, don't get flustered, right? Don't don't get distracted by the smoke screen. because I don't care what elected official that's creating that that uh, that tone, right? That we are the tone. So if you have a passion to bring about this change, turn the volume up a little bit. Speak a little bit louder. Speak a little bit more eloquently. Do your research. Do your homework collaborate with people and connect our efforts so that we're not duplicating them across the force at large. So our voices can ring a little bit louder. So but yeah, that it is a little disappointing to be honest, right? Just as a human being like, well, "Really?" Like, "What?" How does this blue crap happen? You but know, it, it is what it is. It, we don't control is. those those type of situations. So that's what I would respond and says, "Hey, just just keep getting involved. Speak a little bit louder." Be deliberate about your efforts and uh, bring about that positive change that you want to see at your levels that you can impact change.
1: Now, what I would say is, it's not necessarily, and I know you don't mean it in this way, but um, not being loud, but being strategic. You understand what I'm saying? Because I believe us just naturally, African-Americans, we are emotional individuals, right? We got soul. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, hey, listen, we can can make up a dance one day. You're going to see it on Nickelodeon the next. You feel me? So we got some influence right on. But when it comes down to injustice, when it comes down to us seeing each other, other people, or our family hurt, we are more loud, right? Because we want you to hear us. However, sometimes our delivery can be misconstrued to what Will was saying earlier as aggressive, but it's, damn, I'm mad. What else do I have to say? What else do I have to do? Like, damn, did you see the same thing I saw? You feel me? So I don't believe it's necessarily the loudness. It's about how do you say what you need to say that's going to invoke change, not get a, a an emotional reaction because we don't need you to feel bad right what is your tears gonna do for our systemic change that we want to see what are your tears gonna what oh you know that's so bad oh oh you feel me so if you if you're doing it just for that your intentions aren't kind of put together right if you understand what i'm saying especially if you have a platform here we got over like five thousand individuals that can watch this at any given time it matters what you say and your call to action matters versus hey, I'm about to get on this platform and say, Listen, y'all, the reason why we can't get reparations because you really what are you doing? You get what I'm saying, Herm? I mean, not Herm, Will, what'd you go say, bro?
2: I think we, we have a responsibility, and I think that this discussion needs to go deeper and it needs to have an act, a targeted action. Because you can talk about your feelings all day, but if you don't have resolution, it's gonna be a cycle that repeats itself. So as Shimon alluded to, is having an educational discussion where you do your research and come with something that's gonna be beneficial and not just around here talking shit and mad. And you have to somewhere along those lines, you have to hold yourself accountable. Because you can't keep pointing a finger at someone else if you are the line yourself. So I say that there's a lot of stuff that's going on, but you can't tackle everything at once. You gotta pick a target. You can't aim at Russia, you need to lower your target and be able to fix your home first, then go abroad. Because I think so many people are on so many different pages, you're not going to have progression that way. I think they were saying, we've talked about it offline and here on the show today, that you, you have to collaborate. Come up with a game plan, being strategic, to see what are we trying to get after here. So I think that we are definitely making traction from an Air Force perspective this is for my career in 19 years this is the most obscene the things that we go through be addressed and identified, but the now what is what we're looking at now what's coming next
1: you know and shaman i want to ask you this too man before we go to the next sponsor but i want you to to think about this what do you see as being the next step all right In your position, because let's keep in mind, and let's be honest, this uniform is, it's gonna come off, right? It's either you take it off, or somebody gonna take that shit off for you. You feel me? So, but that's the inevitability of the military so just think about that and we're gonna come back all right and ladies and gentlemen if you're listening right now put what base you're at right now or that you represent hashtag my base is all right or hashtag scott air force base one of the best bases in the world right on because we here but um hold on somebody call yes hello
4: hey sir.
1: yes somebody hey you, you live on the lions then who's calling
4: Hey, this is
1: Victor Savage. Oh, Savage. What's going on, brother? You calling from Philippines. What's going on?
4: Hey, not too much. Just checking you out. Um, I was I'm I'm hoping I'm looking at the live version of you guys. Yes, you own you,
1: you, you on right now. You on right now, brother. What you got?
4: Uh, I'm just talking about um basically You know, when uh, one of the guys was talking about action, you know, a lot of people would sit and talk and they take away our rights and et cetera. One of the things I'm looking at is that we have to stop talking. We have to stop asking for permission. We have to stop um, saying, you know, we can't be who we want to be because we have to wear that mask. The only way that we can make change is basically changing the law. That means the policies, the laws, and government. And, you know, by doing that, It requires the education, and you have to get the education to come up there to be able to take action in your community, and that's one of the things I'm looking at is every community has to have a person that's going to be educated enough to be doing community service, and the community service and getting into your your mayors, your uh, uh, assemblymen, your councilmen, up to senator, et cetera to go in and change the laws. Now, it's happening a little bit more than it used to be, but that's the only way, because people that don't care will not care, they will not change. You know, it's almost until you you get a civil war. uh, For other non non non-colored or non-people of color, they look at it as if a lot of things don't change until, and I hate to say this, but until there's confrontation you know, people are gonna say, okay, everything's okay. You know, when Colin, uh, when um, Kaepernick kneeled, it's like, okay, well, you need to find another way to protest. As always, you need to find another way. Okay, two ways is either violence or or you change the law. Okay, because that's the only time you get people's attention. When you go in and you try to change something, uh, then they have your attention. When you go in and you confront them, you have their attention. Mm. Anytime we sit back and say, okay, well, we're going to wait, et cetera, et cetera, it's not going to happen. So that's just my two cents.
1: You know what? Hey, thanks, Vic, man. Thank you for, for calling in, brother. And thank you for that. Thank you for that. And and um, yes, yes, that, that makes a lot of sense. And also, ladies and gentlemen, too, just because you are a person of color does not mean you are the right POC to be the advocate for diversity and inclusion right on. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but we will be talking about our next sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, our next sponsor. Okay. Let me get it here. Boom. Okay. So if you're looking to open a practice, or you need your existing staff trained within the revenue cycle, right? They were trained. Now, this, this company right here will train your team as a group and or individuals and your, your staff members to bring their practice up to receive maximum reimbursement, all right? So this is the Physicians Management Services. They can help you out to gain those skills that you need to work in the medical field give Yvonne a call her number is 618-825-8173 and it's all virtual ladies and gentlemen it's all virtual so if you're hearing my voice you can be trained okay so make sure you give her a call the number one more time is 618-825-8173 and of course we talk about making sure your credit is right. And you want to be, you know, have that financial leverage. This is a way to get training and then you don't owe student loans. Don't forget about that. All right. So give her a call. All right. Shimon, bro. I know you had a lot to think on at that time, but what was what, your thoughts, brother? Um, what, what's next? What's next, brother? What should we do Next.
5: Absolutely. So Vic just mentioned some of those things that I alluded to earlier as to how do we move from conversation to action. And obviously that looks like a, a dissertation, right? There's a lot of action that needs to be taken. But some of the immediate ones, like I said, in your local areas is becoming educated um, with education reform, policy for policing, um, and figuring out who those POCs are in your community and when they meet and what does that process look like. I'll tell you that I, I am guilty. I'll be the first one that, that leads the charge and says, "Hey, I'm. I haven't been active in that arena, right? Because uh, me belonging to the military, of, you know, um, and living in that kind of a bubble, if you will, of a comfortable life, sometimes those things that are not pressing and in your visual uh, immediate space, you you tend to ignore. But now that we can no longer ignore that, and it is individually our responsibilities, so you have to get in there and figure out what we can do to kind of help impact change." by you know, voicing your opinions, your thoughts, maybe be like somebody uh, possibly stated it earlier, get involved by running for office locally. Uh, when you hang up the uniform and it's time, like what do you stop doing? What do you start doing? So I, I think there's a number of things that we can do, but it really is, are we leveraging our network, our resources and our experience to the area of which that we can bring about the change, even at the small levels? Cause it's a gradual piece. And sometimes you just can't swing for the fence, but like I said, as long as we just continue swinging and never uh, we commit to never putting the bat down, we'd we'll be all right. Because I do I do like where we're going already with some of the changes in terms of like Air Force policy that we're changing within the thirty six twenty nine zero three that's becoming a little bit more inclusive. There are some discussions that, that I've been a part of and many other senior leaders across the force that are getting after you know folks with shaving waivers and hair color and tone. So those things are happening, but locally the things that impact our communities of black and brown people that provides financial equality, housing opportunities, jobs, you know, school and the education reform for history in terms of what's being taught in the schools. Mm-hmm. I should have a say in that if I'm paying taxes. You're absolutely you know, right.
1: What? Hey, so listen, we got a special caller in. Oh, hold on brother, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, Shimon, uh, I got your daddy on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, you're in trouble. Go ahead, bro. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we got Mr. Anton Seals in the building. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the fired up daddy. What you got, brother?
7: Yeah, I'm a fired up senior citizen. That's for sure. I'm <laughs> oh, fired up senior uh-huh.
1: citizen. I'm going to take that. <laughs> yeah,
7: that, they know that's the logo, fired up. Um, a, a God has blessed each of you. And I have to start with that. Because I'm old enough to know that if this was 20 years ago, this conversation, and you guys been in the position having experiences, so you're standing on the shoulders of other men and women who've paid a price. And I I, I love all the comments that have been shared. And one of the most important things you have to remember is not you. It's about what God has positioned you to do. Years ago, we would call black folks Uncle Tom because they had a spot in the White House or they had a spot on the plantation. But if it hadn't been for some of those brothers and sisters to make those sacrifices, we wouldn't know the sacrifices. We wouldn't have accomplished what you accomplished. For the African-American brother, I can't think of his name, who is now the chief of the Air Force in the Pentagon.
1: Oh, He had to he had to learn. What was his, what's his name? Chief Wright. Chief Khalif Chief Wright. Wright. Yeah, so, so he he just uh, stepped down. So there's a, a a lady now, right? Chief Bass right now. Well, she, it's it's yeah. a brother
7: that just stepped up that got a, over all the military. Mm. Oh, oh, is he talking about Brown? General, yeah, Brown. General Brown. Okay, got you. So, so when you think about those brothers and those sisters who were at that level and what they've had to to go through, to get there. It, 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 it is their sacrifices that you must learn from, especially if they're all honorable, and I believe they are, to get to a place where my son is. Shimon, congratulations. When you started off with Fired Up Senior, I said to you, you don't know where this will take you, but always remember who you represent, and it's bigger than you. And to each of you men, it's bigger than you because what you're doing is being heard even when you know that you don't realize how many people are really listening to you. But one thing is for sure that lets you know when you get some feedback that rattles your cage, then you know more people are listening to you than you have ever could have realized. That's when you know it's not just uh, by happenstance. That you've been placed in positions to put yourself uh, secondary to the position of responsibility that you have, as I said to Shaman and to my sons, Anton, and all the rest of them, Aaron and Tally, the sons, and James and the rest of them, is the responsibility of, of, of the sons to stand up and be accountable because of other people that you represent that don't even look like you.
0: Wow. Because
7: truth of the matter, brothers, when when civil rights took place, when I was 13, that bill was written, oh. a whole lot of people got free. Right now, America's in a, in a fight for its democracy. And I believe we'll win. But it's going to take you, brothers, to continue to be wise. Because it's never about your ego. It's so much bigger that God has positioned you where you are right now with the power that you're exercising, with the intelligence that you're delivering, the emotions, the passion. It is, a, it, is the, it is the fire of God that they cannot shut off because it's sincerity of your heart. It's a spirit movement right now. And as long as you continue doing what you know is right and you do it in a, with the wisdom of God, he will establish what he sent you to do. And that's what I hear in this conversation. And that's why you represent so much hope. You guys are the new remnant of the new leaders for the next 20 years. In in the Air Force and out of the Air Force, wherever you go, you shall always represent the integrity of men who stand up for what's right. Wow. And women, too. So I just want to compliment you, encourage you. As I said to my son, Shimon, you have to be wise and ask God for wisdom. He'll give it to you liberally. And he'll give you wisdom and creativity, brothers, to take you. And I know that they're listening. I know that they're listening right now. I hope they hear your heart. I hope they hear the heart of this man who will be 70 years old to tell the world that I didn't raise no fools. I didn't raise no Antarcticus or whatever that word is. But I raised my sons and my daughters to be proud of who they are as people and to respect other people because you never know if it had not been for God, there go I.
6: Wow. And
7: God has kept you, and he's positioned each one of you on this lion den that you can sleep
1: in the lion's den and he can't eat you. Dang, hold on. Human hold human on. Human. Wait. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Listen, let hey, me take a pause because. Uh, hold too. on. Wait. Brother, 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 brother. Listen, look, it, it, you're doing it. You're doing it. And I want to thank you. Man. I don't, man, I didn't think so, I needed
0: so, let to me, hear it. Yeah.
1: The, the, the last point, the lion's den.
7: And remember this, and don't ever be ashamed of the fact that you are a lion and a lamb. Jesus was both the lion and the lamb of God. He gave of himself, but he had all power, and he was the lion of Judah. The line of Judah is that he praises God, and he is God. And he gave you a spirit to stand up and to praise the maker who created you. To be in the lion's den, brother, to do what you guys are doing right now, takes courage. It also takes godly wisdom. So you're not only just cussing folks out and condemning the government. you got to be at the table. And for the government that's listening to you, God said, Whoa,
1: hold on. Go. Wait a minute. Position them. Hold on. Yo,
6: so he, oh, he, he position, oh,
1: brother.
7: Mm. Position. God is positioning men and women. Kamala Harris has been positioned in the midst of this pandemic. God is showing his hand to a world that has turned his back. But God is still positioning you, men of God, and these women of God. Who I've been hearing on my son's broadcast and other broadcasts, and the military people with sensitivity of heart, who know God, God will. You cannot, and God will never let darkness consume the light that He put in you. You're right. As long as you keep Him first, God bless you. Thank you, brother. I love
2: you. Thank you, I brother. love you.
7: So Fired up, Sonia. I could not ask you and your brothers, and your stepbrothers, sisters to honor me more than all of you do, but with the love of how you carry
1: yourself. Mm -hmm. That's solid. Thank you, brother. Thank you.
3: Hey, man, hold hold on, man. Hold hold on, bro. That's your your day? Yo, first. I felt (laughs) like. I felt like I was Simba listening to Mufasa. I speak know, to me,
1: bruh. Man. I was sitting there like, hold on. You <laughs> well, know I what? Didn't pick up my drink, dude. Yo, I, I almost didn't want to, and then I'm like, damn, I am. We are lions. Wait, we in the den too? De- Wait a minute. I ain't go to church. Bedside Baptist. Just got it. That brother was preaching. And he spoke in tongues, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time ever, but that was some real, real talk, man. Shout out to your pops, man. Hey, the fired up senior citizen, y'all. That's what he called himself, right? He went Let it go. in. He he got it in. Hey, but look, Shemondo, man. Um, I want to give you, I want to give you the last word. Well, no, before I do, I want to go around to to my, to my boys. You I right. uh, I want them to to, to give their thoughts. You know, on where we're at and where to go. Where we can go right together as the den and even as individuals, you know what I'm talking about, and what we gain from this show. And 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 shout out to everybody that's watching right now and and that went to church. Listen, you go to uh go to our PayPal right, dollar sign Lions Cast, If you know collecting that 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 plate, you feel me for that for that good word. But big Will, what you got,
2: man? What's your word? Hey. First off, man, congratulations to you on your retirement self, brother. You have been an anchor to so many people, and you continue to do so, brother, God, I got great things ahead for you. Up next, for uh, the Suicide Awareness Month, never hesitate to reach out when you need somebody. Don't be too strong because only thing that can happen to you is you end up there by yourself where you don't have to be. Other than that, it's my pleasure having you on the show, brother. Um, great to hear all the wisdom from your daddy, man. I, I ain't drank no more of my beer, man, since he got all do. I would have felt like I was gonna get in trouble. But shouts out to everybody listening, man. Um, great show, but keep pushing, keep fighting. But bottom line, keep doing what's right. You being emotional ain't nothing wrong with it. I leave with emotion all the time, but it's thoughtful and it shows I give a damn. That that keeps me fired up. So get fired up yourself. But just remember that you're an advocate for somebody else or somebody else watching you, and it's not just about you. You have a responsibility. Make sure you do his due diligence.
1: Right on. Herm, what you got, brother?
3: Hey, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for a great show today. Um, I definitely got something out of it, and I reiterate what Will's talking about, your retirement. You know what I'm saying? You official, official now, dog. You know what I mean? So congratulations to you. Hey. Shaman, when you talk to your father, man, please, please pass on my my thanks to him, uh, because it really did put in perspective how far we've came as a people. Sometimes, I think we will lose sight of that. You know what I mean? We, we'll just see the struggles that we have right here in front of us and not think about what happened yesterday. You know what I mean? And and he really put he really honed that in for me, and I, I could see. Where you get you from, man? Because that that man that man that short conversation we had, I, I know he's an amazing person. Um, I want to thank you personally for coming on the show and proving a lot of people wrong about you. Thinking that maybe I'm gonna throw it out there that maybe you was a gimmick. You know what I mean? That oh this dude is just doing this for show. You know what I mean? You a genuine guy. You know what I mean? You're not afraid to come face. You know what I'm saying? The questions that's going to be asked of you. And not only that, man. Your actions behind your words show that you a real guy. You know what I mean. So I want to thank you in a fired up senior. You know what I mean. All the way, man. I'm gonna stay fired up. Thank you for coming on the show today. Woo,
1: man! Oh, man! Now, oh my goodness, yo, Shimon. Hey, how, how you feel? Wait, first of all, how you feel? being in the den for real for real. I mean, we 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 in the we in the den den. How how do you feeling right now,
5: brother? At home. At home. That atmosphere that he was speaking about in terms of being in the lion's den is where we come from. That heat, that pressure, that uncomfortable uh edging uh, of creating stone, a blade, sharpness, that is what most of our lives have been like. Unfortunately, many folks haven't got a chance to witness that. Just like a professional athlete who goes and performs in shock and awe, you don't get a chance to see the behind the scenes work that goes into being them. And I'm a man just like you. But man, it's, it's a humbling experience, man. I, I, a little bit of shocking, like, man, did he really call? But like I said, it's, it's fitting. And and he's old and deserved and and, and earned his opportunity. Um, to, to have that space and time carved out for him because he's done so much that, that, that I've looked up to and I've admired as, as a dad, right? Because he had to be that voice in our community back home in Chicago, doing so much where I just like, man, you SEALs boy, I wanted to create a great legacy for my own children. And hopefully I can inspire other men and other women to do the same for their kids in their community.
1: Right on. So what's your final word, man? If there's anything that you want an airman to know, and we're talking about Big A, regardless of what they look like, but those individuals that's wearing a uniform, any uniform, right? Because even though we we are in all of the armed forces, we have to be honest and understand there are different shades of blue. You feel me? There are much different shades of blue. There's different shades of green. There's different shades of of all of the armed forces. Right. But what would you say? to the individuals that are in right now that's serving?
5: Right. What I would say to the 2035, 2040, 2050 airmen, if they're already out there getting it, understand the commitment that you made. And if you don't, and it takes a while, stay just long enough to realize the commitment that you made and honor it. Not the commitment just to the United States, Air Force, the United States. But the commitment to the family that you made a sacrifice to go in front of, the commitment to your to your local community, to your to your countrymen, to your brothers and sisters, you said, "Hey, I'll go and support and defend the United States um, and the Constitution, and I'll follow the orders of the leaders that's appointed over me." Understand that commitment. Do everything you can with where you are, just to be uh, working towards being better every day. Don't worry about promotion. Don't worry about duty title. Just do your best at where you are and be okay and enjoy the moments as they begin to, to snowball so that when their career is over, you have something to look back on that you really enjoy and you're proud of. The other thing that I would leave for the, for the audience is four four things, which is what hip hop is kind of founded off of back in 1972, 73 ish or around, uh, Funkmaster Flash and uh cool
1: hurt you know, bruh. <laughs> man listen cool ma- man listen you talk about music to a DJ don't, don't mess it up you 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 yo you're about the F, the essence
5: when mm-hmm. he talked about four things that was love peace uh unity and joy
7: mm-hmm.
5: so and if you operate in love right which kind of just talks us as being a human being you'll be able to relate and connect and because of that, it brings out a sense of joy that becomes magnetic, that you can't turn down. It's that spirit, that or, that, that is when, in each of us when we're at our best. And then of course, that, that love and that joy that begins to evolve and become magnetic, right? It turns into unity. And that's what we're after right now. is unity of all colors, creeds, language, diversity of thought, whatever it is, unity. And when you have those three things in place, You have no other choice, no other choice. What's the last one? What's the last one? It keeps peace. And that's what we're after. Peace of mind, peace of spirit and fulfillment. And so I just wanna leave a a quick shout out to some folks if that's okay, Seth. Go ahead, bro, go ahead. What you got? Because some, some folks did some things for me. When you talk about why I fired up, obviously, you got a chance to chat my dad, my family, mm-hmm. my wife, and kids have been uh, a cornerstone for me throughout my career because I haven't gotten it right. I'm, I'm a man, I'm human, right? I believe, I eat, I sleep, I make many mistakes. I probably make some more. Hopefully, I can uh, reduce the amount of mistakes I make. But I want to make sure that I give some some, some love to the folks uh, Chief Master Sergeant Foster, Chief Past Sergeant uh, Patrick Jones, who's retired, Chief Master Sergeant David Deloney, and retired Chief. Uh, Pamela Dorsey here at Scott. But I also want to give a host a, a shout-out and love to Chief Vaden, Chief Bogdan, Chief uh, um, Blunston, uh, uh, Chief B., and then we have a whole host of folks who have been doing some great things within the Total Force panels and limited production. I have an outstanding team that to work with me, uh, which is Tech Sergeant Smiley and Staff Sergeant Johnson. We have uh, C.M. and Ruth Thomas. Be safe over there in PSAB. And then we also have C.M. and Cruz right here at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. So there's so many folks out there like Chief Castile who gave me a call and so many people just called and prayed with me, um, just hoping that I can get it right and holding me accountable we say, hey, man, we got to do better. So I just want to say thank you to those folks and thank you to all the folks that have uh, supported the Lions Den. And then finally, without further ado, man, thank you all for having me on. Seth, congratulations on your retirement. Thank you for the great work that you all are doing by bringing so many women and so many men to influence our broader audience. And I salute your efforts and I look forward to your continued success. All right, all right. All right,
1: ladies and gentlemen, the fired up senior right and a fired up uh senior citizen had a chance to bless the to to bless us so i want to thank all of you all for joining in and tuning in to the lion's den but before we go i do want to make sure you guys do understand and know about the sanity check okay you can catch the sanity check on saturdays now at nine o'clock central all right and 10 o'clock eastern because it's too early people was complaining "Ah, i want to hear it but i want to hear i ain't up that's your fault. But nevertheless, we're going to do it. So you go to uh, to uh, Facebook forward slash at Sanity Check, but with two K's and an S. Okay? Checks. Because it's more than one. You got you got some other things to do. But don't forget about the hotline, the suicide hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. One more time. It's 1-800-273-8255. 8255. Talk to someone. Stick around for a while. And also thank you all for the retirement. Uh, congratulations. And I really didn't put it out there like that because for some unfortunate reason, people think that you know, when you retired, that you're tired. No, I'm just getting started for real. I just took off one uniform and put on a new one. You dig? So don't worry about me being retired because I'm y'all are still gonna see me. And uh, when you see me in certain places, make sure you vote. Dig, but anyway. We want to thank y'all for tuning in and make sure you follow, share, 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 shout out to everybody to Dan, you know, we love you. And we're going to holler at y'all on the flip flop. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait one more minute. Jamal got something else. Go ahead, brother. What you got?
5: I just want to plug a book for Suicide Awareness. And I know the holiday season is quickly approaching us and mental uh, mental health awareness back in May. So if you are having issues and you dealt with a lot of stuff during COVID and being at home and just readjusting, right, go get help. I'm going to get help soon, right? And so I wanted to say if I can do it, then you can do it. I know it's tough sometimes, but just be bold enough to do it. My, my cousin has actually produced a small book of the tragedy that she's gone through by losing her mom, her sister, and her brother within a year and a half. It's a very short read. Uh, Tanisha Murkison. I'll post it in the threads that share. So if you are dealing with something like that or even remotely close to it, please consider tapping into it because we can be each other's uh, fuel to kind of get through those things uh, that happen within life.
3: Hey, so, hold, the, hold the book up, brother. I couldn't see it.
5: Absolutely. All right, get over it. Okay, get over it. You're not the only one.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's dope.
5: So shout out to her and those folks who are dealing with those things because I know folks have lost some loved ones to COVID just the old age and just, you know, natural causes. And it's been tough for a lot of folks working in this environment. And that's just maybe one of the many tools that's out there. So absolutely. I just wanted to share that good nugget.
1: Thank All right, you. absolutely. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, shout out if you can. But again, enjoy the rest of your Labor Day weekend. Chill out, hug somebody, cover your face up, right? And wash your hands. We'll holler at There's y'all.
3: nothing wrong with my shirt. Everything
1: Let's is go.
0: wrong. Everything is wrong with your shirt, <laughs> bro. <Later. laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.TheBlackCollarMindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.